You're listening to Very Loose Women. Listeners, this is Very Loose Women, and you just heard Beautiful Scars by Madonna. You're here with me, Soyla, tonight, as usual. We've got Leo. Hi. Um, we don't have Catherine. Aw, she's at the theatre. She what the is hell? at the theatre. What's up with that? And we have a guest photographer, Sophie. Hello. Hi, Sophie. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, we're going to be talking about a project by Sophie, but before we jump in, let's see how this week has been for everyone. Could you share a little gripe or a celebration, Leo? Uh, well, mine is a celebration, even though I've been quite grumpy this week. Um, but I was an extra yesterday, and on the set I made a new friend. And next week we'll be finding out all all about how to make, not how to, but how, we, how we, we've been doing at making friends as adults. That's next week's episode. Next week's episode, but it was my celebration, because yes. that was cool. Sophie. I had two photos go in an exhibition in LA, which is quite cool, so coolest uh, celebration so far I think. I think I don't really know what to say I've been invited to my very first murder mystery party. That's pretty cool too. And I'm going to be wearing a, a red kind of like power suit Like Hillary Clinton? Kind of yes. Pantsuit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nice one. Yeah, yeah. Like Doc Martens I cannot imagine Hillary Clinton wearing Doc No Martins. but okay. you know this yeah. is more the Soiler twist. This is the Soiler version. Yeah. We're going to move on. Sophie, who is a fashion and portrait photographer, has been working on a project called Behind the Scars. She takes photos of people's scars and tells their stories alongside. Sophie, who might we know that you photographed? I recently photographed Nar Haran, who's from One Direction. Um, I photographed a singer called Anne-Marie yeah. and a singer called Jones. In terms of this pro- project specifically, can you tell us why you decided to deviate from what you were regularly doing, which is sort of more commercial perhaps portraits and decided to do this i first explored the idea of scars last august as an editorial for petri magazine so the first time i explored it it was a little bit more kind of fashiony and then once those images were released kind of more people came forward kind of wanting to be photographed and share their stories so i picked it up as more of a personal project in april this year and i've been photographing people kind of ever since so what you do is people come to you, their scars, um, and they're very candid portraits, and they are very beautiful photographs. And then alongside those portraits, you share their words, what they've, what they've told you about their scars. What is that like for you? What, does it, is it very emotional? Because from the photograph that we've seen, there are women who have scars from mastectomies and there are taking a photograph of transgender people, of, of burn victims and, and self-harm scars. So they are very emotional. So what, what is that like? It is emotional, but I also think it's really inspiring as well to kind of meet people from all walks of life and actually have a chance to kind of share their story. So they're kind of putting their trust in you to kind of share such like a big part of their history or something that could have changed them, maybe made them who they are today or kind of something they're maybe not over yet. So Mm. when they kind of come to me to be part of the project, it's quite a kind of, it is a big responsibility to kind of do that and do it in a really positive way too. What kind of um, stories or scars um, have you come across that have sort of resonated with you? It's really hard to say if there's like particular stories that have like 
struck me more than others because mm. each story is so different mm. and the way someone's scar affects someone personally can be so different as mm. well. Even if you've got, say, two surgical scars that might look very, very similar, they will have completely different stories behind them, mm. even though they're the same operation. So the way someone feels about their scar and kind of how they felt maybe after the operation and things like that. It's it's very different and it's very individual to that person too. In terms of what you wanted to convey through taking these photos, you said you wanted it to be very positive, very mm. respectful. How did you go about trying to do that? With the whole kind of shoot experience, it's all kept very natural and laid back. So I think to really capture the essence of a person, you kind of, you have to make them feel comfortable because coming into like a studio to have your photograph taken is already out of a lot of people's comfort zone. So I know if it was me, if I was walking into a studio, I'd probably feel a little bit nervous. Mm. You've got to connect with the person you're photographing and to really kind of bring out them. I take the photos almost like in a snapshot way, so I'm always kind of like talking to the person I'm photographing. So it kind of feels like, hopefully feels like you're not having your photograph yeah. taken, even though you are. So you were one of one of these people who took part in the project. Yes, Can you I... tell us a bit about like what it was like on your end? I remember that you you had like a, a call out or something like that on yeah. online and and I was like okay well I'll I'll see what you know because I wasn't sure if my scars were particularly um visually spectacular or, or compared to other people's scars I, I at first I thought you know mine are a bit little and they might not be as profound or, or my story might not be as exciting. But nevertheless, you were, you know, very happy to, to have a look and, and have me along. I showed scars, which I have from self-harm, um, which are a couple of years old and um, from a time when I wasn't very happy and, and I wasn't very well. But um, the process for me of coming into your studio and having you take these portraits of of my scars was therapeutic in the sense that some of the uh, scars that I was showing you were scars that I'd never shown anyone that I hadn't told anyone and you know I've got scars on my arm and then this the ones that you um took pictures of were both um on my arm but also on my ribs and my hips and and those scars were ones that I'd never really talked about and I think what you and your project helped me do personally was accept them as much as I've accepted my other scars and for me that was very positive and then the photos afterwards I think although I don't look at them I think oh they're fashionable or they're beautiful in the kind of more standard idea of what a beautiful photograph is but they're very personal but they are very meaningful mm. um, so thank you for that experience did you did you find that there were similar reactions to Soilers from other participants or did you not really have the occasion to extract that much information from them about how they felt about being photographed and um, on this quite like personal topic? Um, so some people are quite nervous about being photographed. So they kind of, some people kind of say that when they come into the studio. Mm. Um, other people are a little bit more confident and I think it just depends kind of where you are on your journey and... Also probably how you feel on the day, because I know some people will kind of come and say, I woke up this morning, didn't know if I'd be able to do it, but they're obviously, they've come, come in through the door, so they at least want to, want to try. So, but I think for a lot of people, even just putting their name forward for the project is like, kind of like a big step towards like actually taking part. Mm -hmm. So 
I've put my name forward for a photo project. Um, <laughs> I've never told you about this. Um, okay. My girlfriend found it, um, but it's called A Thousand and One Bums. <laughs> They're like these two Canadian women who are like going around the world taking pictures of people's bums. Uh, it's actually Emilie Unfest. It's in French on Facebook. So I signed up and I said like, I'm in London. So, so we'll see. Yeah, they've like responded and said like, oh, oh the, the, cool. these pictures yeah. don't yet exist. No, they don't exist. Okay. No one's taking okay. a picture of my bum yet. Okay. But, you know, the hope, but maybe the hope is still there. Okay. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> pleased with my bum, and actually, that's something that I want to talk about because my next question to everyone was sort of, what scars do we have? Mm. And in my family, there's like a concern around stretch marks. Mm. Like members of my family, not who, so I'm not pinpointing anyone, but <laughs> a lot of members of my family use like a lot of creams on their stretch marks. Like mm. I think we all had this sort of similar development of being children and then developing very, very fast, mm. very late. Um, that that's what happened to me. So I was like 16. Uh, when I started developing a little bit and 17 when I got my period and between like 17 and 19 it was just like like very quick yeah so my bum got big in a very short amount of time so I have stretch marks like as though I'd been Mm. pregnant or something and I've never like really put creams on it on them I mean Um, and I can't see my bum like Mm. I only know about my bum uh, from like people who look at it a lot (laughs) or who might take a photo of it Who's, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm in a weird position of like not really caring. There's like a similar, a similar thing with my back. I've got a lot of, like I would scratch it when I was like 16, 17, really mm. anxious about exams. Parents would see like either like the scabs or, or the scars and they would say things like, both, both of my parents, like, oh, you need to fix this. Yeah. I, I've said in a previous episode that both of my parents have fake noses. So they also have never known each other's true noses, which fascinates me they say oh you know you need to fix that and people are going to care about that and I've literally never dated someone who cares about scars on my back um are there any beyond the ones that you've spoken about in in the context of the project that you want to I don't think so I mean most of my scars are are self-harm scars um I think I mean I do it's probably not something that's I know that a lot of people will have acne scars for example and mm-hmm. um I think you've also photographed acne scars as well Sophie Yes I've had a few people but sometimes I think oh you know I'll I'll get something on my face and I'll be like oh is that a, is that one get of the scar. old ones yeah. or one or a new spot or something like that and I don't think you can count tattoos as, as scars even though it is oh, some sort of because you do get obviously I've met people with um, sort of purposeful scarification yes um, that is as a, a sort of um, a body modification thing yeah yeah but I think one of the things that changed for me in terms of accepting kind of my scars was the fact that um, I have a tattoo on my left arm. It wasn't supposed to cover them up, but it was supposed to be as a a representation of healing. I had this experience where there was someone I was dating. We were going out and he asked me to cover up my arm because of the tattoo. He didn't like the tattoo. And (laughs) Okay. We don't talk anymore. (laughs) Hope you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I know I have these scars and I know that they can make people uncomfortable, but I like talking about them in such a way that it helps to relieve other people's anxieties or or questions or that kind of thing. And that was the kind of first point when I didn't feel ashamed of my scars. I was like, why 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 are you questioning this? This part of of me of who I am, even though scars don't define you, they just become a part of your story. That was the first time I think I'd ever thought, you know what? These are things that I don't need to 
feel ashamed about. And then Sophie's project was kind of a like a second wave, a more positive realisation that these are things I don't need to be ashamed about. I feel like this is a disrespectful uh, way to continue that, but I have a scar that I forgot about on my hand. So I always call it a, um, a foosball scar, but what? <laughs> it's, it's not actually anything to do with food. You know, like mini football, baby foot. You know, like, like table football. Yeah, that's <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Foreign, what can I say? Um, so I say that it's a it's a table football scar, okay. but actually I was rushing past a door really quickly because I was so excited about playing table football. <laughs> I got really into table football during my finals, like uncontrollably into it, that I still have the scar here. You can, well, listeners cannot I see, can it, see it. I can see so it. I can see it's it. It's like a little scratch. And because it's on my hand, people ask me about it quite a lot. And like, yeah. it's very insignificant that time during finals when I got really into t- table football. Leo just banged the microphone with her glasses then. <laughs> I was just thinking about prospective. Also being able to spin in table football, that. I, d- I don't like playing with people who don't spin in table football. I'll, I'll just say that for future... Um, future reference. But people who might want to play with me. Oh, OK. Yeah. Do you have any scars, Sophie? I have a little chicken pox scar in the middle of my forehead. Loads of stretch marks. So okay. I'm quite curvy, so it kind of comes, comes with that. Yeah. But other than that, I don't have any other scars. So. Have you ever done a like a self-portrait of your own scars for behind the scars? I haven't, no. I'm considering maybe doing a set of self-portraits at some point. I think that would be really good. I need to get a little little trigger for the camera or <laughs> little remote control, so it's easier to do. Now, Sophie has also been raising funds on the crowdfunding website Kickstarter yep. to take her Behind the Scars project to New York. So why do you want to take your project around the world? Um, Well, since starting the project and sharing images, so I share images through Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, um, more and more people have kind of got in touch, kind of saying, I live in this part of the world, but I can't get to the UK. Is there any way you can come here? Mm. And since starting the project, New York was probably the, like, place I'd had the most emails from first. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like, okay, that makes sense to kind of go there next yeah <laughs> so we've managed to raise enough money to go over the goal so it should be going there in february next year that's wow. really exciting we should say uh, that your full name i don't think we've said it yet is sophie mayan so if people want to look this up it's m-a-y-a-a-a-n-n-e sorry <laughs> not two ways there that would be ludicrous another question on kind of the the new i'm very interested in, in your international um taking the project internationally because london is very diverse anyway yeah um, and I suppose, I've never been to New York, but I imagine that New York is almost equally as diverse. Well, someone told me it was kind of like London on steroids. Oh. When they came, <laughs> someone, someone who came to the last shoot did, did say that. So. Have you thought of other places where you could go um, besides New York? Where else is on the list? Um, everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I probably need to look at Europe mm. as well. Do you know, maybe I need to do a world tour. We'll see. <laughs> World tour sounds a bit strange, but it's a good idea. So I haven't specifically defined the next the next place, but it would be interesting to see also if there are sort of cultural differences. Just from your perspective, someone who's photographing people, uh, people's um, sort of attitude to their scars in different countries might differ. It might be a very subtle like cultural difference that you don't necessarily pick up on, especially in places where. People do more purposeful scarification. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think another interesting thing that the kind of gender balance between the people you photograph. Yeah, so so far we've kind of had um, mostly women come forward. 
even though the project is open to like all ages, men and women, mm. um, however you identify, it's mm-hmm. open. But um, I think, I don't know why specifically women have come forward first. I think my audience maybe from my photography beforehand was kind of more female orientated maybe. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps women kind of feel differently about their scars or... Yeah. Are more willing to share them first, or I think your your photos are very candid and they're very um, they're very colourful and very joyous. And I suppose that maybe a societal view of how men should be and it's very kind of like, oh, you know, I've got this scar and it's very manly and yeah. it's very kind of masculine. It's true, yeah. And um, I, yeah, I, think, I would agree with that. I don't know if it's this idea what you were talking about earlier in terms of creams to hide your stretch marks. Mm. Um, I've also used serums to try and make my stretch marks and my scars fade away and then I stopped because I was like I don't want to feel embarrassed about these things I had a night out once and a friend of a friend uh, is a model and um, so she I guess you know has to take care of her appearance Mm. you know as part of her job and um, uh, she had like a very small cut which I would have like pick the hell out of because I love picking scabs but um, I mean if it were mine not hers (laughs) can I pick that for you I I have to say I've never done that and I (laughs) hopefully never will so um, but she was applying vitamin E like while we were just walking on the street so it was like you know part of her daily Mm. thing that she does it is really interesting to see the kind of the gender balance and to think about how might you encourage more men to be well using this very radio show. So men, if you're listening and you want to take part in oh well, project, cool. yeah, absolutely. Then, uh, um, at well, how would how would people get in touch with you to take part in the project? Um, they can just kind of Google my name, email me, message me on Instagram. Your Instagram <laughs> is um, your both your Twitter and Instagram is at Sophie Mayan and your project through instagram is at hashtag behind the scars yeah thank you for listening to tonight's show um thank you to our guest sophie thank you for having me no problem and sophie is there anything you'd like to say before we finish the show um so if anyone likes to be involved they can email me and um if, if there are any website designers out there get um, in touch yeah get in touch <laughs> advertising um, and so again Sophie is at Sophie Mayan that's M-A-Y-A-N-N-E on both Twitter and Instagram um, hashtag behind the scars and you can follow us on Twitter at VLW Radio and on Facebook you can like our page Very Loose Women Revamped and you can listen to previous podcasts of our show, acast.com forward slash very loose women. Thank you very much, listeners. Good night. Thanks Good for night. coming on, Sophie. Thank Bye. you, Sophie. And this is <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers um, with scar tissue. Thank you very much, listeners. Good night. With the birds I'll share With the birds I'll share this song.